What's the deal with you and those fucking Hawaiian shirts anyway? I know a rhetorical question when I hear one. He was just taking a break from the beating to catch his breath and wanted to fill the silence. He's a city guy like me, probably so used to the constant background drone of traffic and random violence that he felt naked without it. I can't stand the crouched silence of the mountains. It always feels like something is getting ready to jump out and eat me. Brick, for instance, was watching me with a decidedly hungry set of eyes. He sat across from me in a chair that looked like it was made of sticks and shoestrings. There were muted snapping sounds and the piece of derelict furniture sagged visibly beneath him. Like the rest of the cabin, it looked like something shit out by an old episode of Little House on the Prairie. The cabin was made of logs and badly maintained. Shafts of soft light shone in from between some of them, and everything that wasn't made of splintering wood was made of stone and mortar. The fireplace was an open box of stone with a rusted metal pipe for a chimney. My chair was slightly stouter. It had to be to support all seven feet, 300 pounds of me. It felt like a common kitchen chair to me, all wood, all the joints loose. It had wobbled and shifted a little with every punch. Brick and his little friend had me bound to it pretty securely. My legs stuck to the chair's legs with wraps of heavy-duty strapping tape. Bound across the chest to the chair back the same way, my wrists cuffed behind the chair back. That was somehow the most embarrassing part of the whole clusterfuck. Brick and his twitchy friend had cuffed me with my own cuffs. He'd been beating on me for a while, nearly an hour if the clock hanging by the place's rudimentary kitchen was keeping the right time, but I'm blessed with a high tolerance for abuse. Mama quick, fast hand, and short temper toughened me up at an early age, and I've taken some real blue-ribbon beatings in my life. Brick was a Twinkie compared to Mama Quick. You think you're Magnum P.I. or something? Again, rhetorical, but I was feeling just cheeky enough to answer anyway. They make me feel pretty, I said, and spat out a mouthful of blood as nonchalantly as I could manage. He'd mostly given up on body shots and was concentrating on my face probably trying to break my nose, but not having much luck. The guy could punch, but my poor old schnoz had been broken a few times before, and all that scar tissue was propping it up nicely. If he gave up on fists and started using something a little nastier, like the racked implements next to the fireplace, well, I'd just have to hope it was a matter of personal pride for him not to resort to that. Brick laughed and leaned toward me. The sweat was drying in his dark crew-cut hair and brow, dripping from his mustache and the pointy little goatee he kept winding around his fingers. An ill wind wafted at me from the general area of his armpits. The chair groaned beneath him. Brick was clearly enjoying himself. I, on the other hand, would have enjoyed him more at a distance. A couple of miles would have done nicely. That's good, bitch. Really witty. He laughed again to show me he could appreciate a joke. They were quite a pair, Brickhauser, and his tall sidekick with a nervous tick, the constantly winking eye. Brick wasn't his real name. That would have been silly. It's just what everyone called him. Or maybe what he wanted people to call him. Or maybe it was because he was shaped like a brick. Square, squat, flabby on the outside and solid beneath. Brickhauser was a deeply unpleasant fellow, and very good at getting what he wanted. 
It was pissing him off that he wasn't getting it from me. He sat back again and let his eyes wander. They passed over the room and settled on the fireplace, the nasty-looking iron poker racked beside it. It seemed like a good time to get his attention back on me, before he got too interested in that poker. I didn't like the look of that thing at all. Those pointy things on the tip could make ugly holes in a person's hide. You've done this a few times before, haven't you? I tried for a conversational tone rather than an accusing one, a just passing the time tone. Don't know how close I came, but I pressed on anyway. Uncle High Eagle didn't raise a quitter. Seems like you're forgetting something pretty basic, though. Am I? I had his attention again. He looked politely interested in whatever it was I had to say. You speak from expertise, I take it. Extensive. 